What's up, everybody? I'm back again, finally, um, with another episode of Ask Chad Grassy Logic. I'm here with my friends Eric and Steve from Green Fuego, all the way from Santa Fe. They took that trip to come down and hang out and have a good conversation with y'all. So I really appreciate you gentlemen joining me today. And uh, go ahead and introduce yourselves real quick. Hey, guys. I'm uh, Eric from Green Fuego. I'm the owner over there. It's a small family-owned business. And I'm here with uh, one of my really good friends. And Steve, he's also part of the crew at Green Fuego. What up? Yeah, my name's Steve. I'm uh, Eric's right-hand man, and we're just rolling. <laughs> <laughs> we just had tacos and everything. It's right after lunch, everybody. So, yeah, it was really good tacos. Yeah. And, uh, yeah it just, uh, the service was just a little slow. <laughs> kind of how I am at the moment right now. So I really appreciate you gentlemen joining me again, like I said. And, you know, we're going to have some really good conversations today. If you guys were checking, you know, checking up on the social medias before, you already kind of know an idea of what we're going to be talking about. We're going depth. Um, but we have a lot of good stuff in store. A lot has happened. Um, since I've you know been able to be on the be on the show um, last week, I had a cancellation. But also, unfortunately, um, in Hawaii, as you guys can see, the shirt I'm wearing, I actually started college in Hawaii. This is actually one like my first college, um, and so uh, there was a fire that happened on Maui, and it devastated like three different you know cities in the in the on the island, and you know a lot of people were displaced, and a lot of people lost their homes and everything. And so I took that day, and you know since then to really start gathering donations and getting supplies together and. Uh, talking to a friend who's actually on Maui. Unfortunately, um, her house didn't burn down, um, and so she's able to, you know, receive the packages. And she also works at the airport, so I'm able to um, shout out to Chris. Um, I'm able to hopefully get it on a plane and get everything over there directly. And so that's the reason why I wasn't here last week, um, the cancellation, and also I did that. I did an announcement, but if you guys are new um, and you notice why, you know, there's a lapse in the week of uh, the show. That's the reason why um, I did. It was good to take that opportunity to get all this started and gathered. Thank you all who donated so far. Um, it's been amazing. Those who've helped me get this um, started, you know, uh, Johnny Be Good, going over there, slinging some genetics and everything, doing some games and stuff to get some money, funds raised. He got me some supplies, and so that's great. And uh, we're going to try to get those out to Maui, people of Maui, so, um, as fast as we can. Um, sorry that it took so long. I just want to let everybody know what happened and, you know, what's going on with that situation. Um, but anyway, uh, moving on, uh, we're going to be talking about Green Fuego. And you guys are from Santa Fe. So yeah, sir. holy crap, man. So how did you guys get started on this journey? Uh, you know, we've I've been growing since I was 16, yeah. um, 37 and next week. And uh, you know, went to went to college for agronomy, the science of plants, and kind of stuck with it. I was to take care of golf courses, but realized that golf courses didn't really make me some money. So I uh, ended up growing a lot of cannabis and kind of leading me to this point. And uh, the funny thing is, is, you know, getting started with Green Fuego, I was actually a home builder prior to this and uh, a business deal went south and it kind of led us to where we're at right now with me and my buddy. He was a grower for one of the places in Santa Fe and he called me and said, hey, man, we need to change something. So when it went legal, uh, we kind of formed Green Fuego. It was started in my garage. Uh, I paid him a salary to, uh, you know, grow with me there and start the business. And uh, that's how we started Green Fuego out of a blue garage. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And so uh, here we are now, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, it's good to see that we've grown this far. We're coming up on our one year anniversary as a business a micro producer. We produce craft cannabis. Uh, we carry a ton of different cultivars, mm -hmm. upwards of a uh, hundred plus um, you know, we just really want to bring a nice craft genetic to the market. And uh, that's what we're here to do. Nice, nice. So, yeah, and I appreciate it. I mean, uh, what about you? How long have you been in the industry, really? You, know, you said it, you grew at another place. I did, in yeah. Santa Fe. And that was about four, four years ago, okay. three, three, four years ago. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I just got tired of the practices there. And yeah. I called my boy up and I said, hey what can we do man like how can i get you out of retirement because <laughs> like, i'll dedicate all the time i have in the world to make sure that we can do this because yeah i just didn't appreciate how i was treated and how the product that was being grown there called good product that's medicine and it wasn't good medicine for me yeah yeah mm -hmm. you know that was that was an issue that you know was prevalent when we were you know just medical you know and for years when i became a patient in 2013 you know, we had that issue back then yep. and then it just got worse, you know, as the years went on for a while, you know, the quality went like this. And then once legalization started to, you know, kind of get closer, it started to go up a little bit. And then now we're here with the legalization full, we're in within a year and we're seeing the quality of cannabis just increase exponentially, Absolutely. Um, you know, especially on the flavor side, you know, yep. and, and we were talking at lunch when we were, you know, eating our tacos 
um, that, you know, the South, we have a lot of hash down here, yeah. you know, and it's actually very surprising to see that because you'd figure it'd be in Albuquerque where, you know, there, there'd be more hash heads, but for some reason, the South has all the hash heads for some reason. They, they do. Being the, yeah, being in Santa Fe and having a micro business up there in a storefront, we just don't move the same hash that we see move down here, yeah. you know, from a, from a production standpoint to, you know, just volume. Yeah. You guys really like the finer things, I should say, you know. We and so, <laughs> you know, we, we appreciate that because it's, you know, it's a good, you know, it's a acquired taste and, you know, it's not cheap. No, no. And so you got to know what you're looking for, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, 100%. yeah, definitely. It shows there's a lot of connoisseurs down here is what it shows me. Yeah. You know, there's oh, a yeah. lot of people that care about the product down here and that care about the cultivation standards. And, and it's good to see in New Mexico that we're at that level. Like yeah. you said, that we've arrived. Mm. And I think that the hash and everything that's being produced out of New Mexico can compete with other states and the quality they put out. I mean, we're just as good. Yeah. I think people should, you know, be proud of what we do here. You know, it's, we're New Mexicans. So, you know, yeah. I think we can compete with other states. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I mean, I, I feel like our quality is uh, raising to the point where, yeah, we're, we're, being, we're able to compete, not price wise yet, uh, sure. but quality. Quality wise, 100%. you know, um, against other states. Now, price—that's something that is different everywhere you go. You know, yeah. there's no way I can tell you. Oh yeah, you're gonna probably spend like thirty bucks in uh, California between you know uh, Oklahoma or Oklahoma. Yeah. You know, like an eighth in Oklahoma and California are two different prices. Absolutely. You know, and it's gonna be probably different products. Could be a different quality. You know, one's very, very, very saturated, and the other one's kind of—I don't know what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You yeah, can you never know what's going yeah, on up there. You really don't know what's going on in yeah. California. Something's always different. All the jurisdictions and laws with everything that they had. It just makes it so confusing. And then the fires, everything's changing with a lot of their out, their outdoor growth scene. You yeah. know, it's unfortunate, but it, it happens. And so it can affect a lot of these farmers, you know, yeah. and it's sad to see. But um, like you were talking about in the Maui fires, you know, that's just sad. Yeah, and you know, so cannabis sad. farmers are affected there. They're a medical cannabis state. Hundred um, percent. Even when I was stationed there in the military, um, that's how I lived there. Um, then mm. I stayed after I got out and I worked for Apple. And uh, even then, you know, the, it was a medical cannabis state. It was really wonky, but you know, New Mexico's program was too. A lot of states, you know, it was the earliest inception days, um, because actually in Hawaii, their police department ran the medical cannabis program at the time and then finally i think when i moved they moved it to the department of health wow kind of like new mexico and like it just blew my mind i was like i have to go to the police station and drop a medical application off this is That's weird crazy yeah yeah like it was so crazy and there was nowhere to buy it so you had to grow it yourself you know you had no choice well, at least they knew where all the growers were yeah yeah is that was that the whole thing right yeah, yeah you know, exactly. who grew all the weed in the yeah, state yeah yeah, yeah, yeah everyone knew you know where Hey, exactly. yeah, let's see who turns them in. Yeah, right. Oh, man. But, like, you know, everybody smoked weed in Hawaii. So it yeah. Was, it was just one of those things that was so common. But they had fire cannabis even back then. Yeah. Like, you know, I, some of it I haven't ran into that kind of quality in a long time. No, you know? a lot yeah. of you in you own. It's hard to find it. Yeah, it is. It is. And so shout out to them and everything. But um, getting back on the, on the you know, uh, track and everything, you know, we kind of got off track. We, we, we did have a safety meeting before. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so are you guys fully vertical? We are. We yeah. are a vertical license. We grow. Um, we can and we sell up front also. Um, and whatever cannabis we have left, we wholesale it to the state and to select vendors. Um, it's going to be dropped at Galileo this week uh, up in Albuquerque. That'll be the first store that we're in. You know, recently we've been at Rod Greens before yeah. and a few others. But um, yeah, that's we're definitely vertically integrated. So we do everything there. Nice. And I actually met you guys at the Galileo Grand Opening in Albuquerque. That yeah. It's actually really yeah. cool. Yeah. I got to check out, you know, some of your flower and everything. And actually, we have some right here to show you all today. Um, we'll pull some out. Fire cannabis, guys. The terpene profiles on this, the bud structure, um, the, the smoke um, is just amazing on it. And yeah. I really appreciate you guys sharing that and sharing it with the audience. Absolutely. Um, you know, I wish you guys had smell of vision, smoke of vision. Then <laughs> <laughs> you guys would look like us yeah. right now. <laughs> I was like, why can't contact high go through that? I know. <laughs> exactly. So I wish I could share that, you know, with you guys and everything. But if you are in an area that has green play, though, you can more than, you know. Come see us, come man. See us. We'll yeah, take yeah. care of you guys. There you go. Even in Santa Fe, right? Because you guys yeah. have a shop. Check us out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so um, that's cool. So where are you guys, like, other locations that you guys are located outside of Santa Fe? Like, you know, who um, else has you? So we supply down some uh, lifted cannabis down in Tucumcari. Uh, and really, we just actually came down here in Las Cruces. You'll be able to find our flower at Casa Verde. They're going to be opening up next week. Um, so they picked up some of our flower. And like I said, Galileo. Um, we're very select stores. Um, 
we're a micro license. So all of our stuff is craft. It's really, we're hand watered. We're grown in soil. Um, it's a synganic, uh, a feed approach. So, uh, nothing that we're hiding there saying, you know, we're doing it a certain way. We're very transparent. You can go to our dispensary and see a window into our flame factory, how we grow, you know, how we feed, you can see our plants, you can see the quality, you can see how clean we keep it. Um, that's the main thing. We like transparency where we're from. So we like to show you guys what we're about and you know, how we do it. Nice dude. Yeah. yeah. Appreciate it. What about you? <laughs> I mean, I want to give you a chance to talk. No, no, for sure. And when you come to the store, you can check out the, if you follow us on Instagram, you see our videos, um, what you see on videos you see in the store yeah and uh it's just all good vibes positivity and uh, just working hard yeah we just yeah. busted in there dancing singing yeah, yeah totally you, fun. Like, you know you guys are hilarious on social media you know like I, you know we follow each other i watched some of your videos and i just shared one today hilarious you, know, you guys are funny as shit and you know i, I find that really appealing you know as a customer myself even you know if i was a customer and i came in like oh this is great these guys are fun you know like yeah. you're having a good time do you kind of feel like having that fun kind of culture keeps retention rates and morale up it, it does yeah. it, you know we have a really good vibe at the shop and so like i tell i tell my employees i said look i don't need you guys to be the best i just want your best and yeah. so it really helps them kind of relax and say okay i don't need to you know i don't have very you know, unreasonable expectations. And then us being, you know, who we are, we like to have a good time and joke, but we do work hard. And so they see that, but they see that we can be comfortable around us because we're not afraid to be who we are. Yeah. yeah. And like he said, what you guys see on Instagram, that's who we are. Like you yeah. like we'll twerk. Like on the way down, he told he told the lady at the gas station, he goes, I my daddy takes care of me. So I bought him a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> and she looks at him, this lady's, you know. She's 70 years old and she's yeah. all, my daddy does too. Oh! And I was like, oh my gosh, dude. I was like, you are, oh. Just all the way here. But it's that's just, right. there's just another oh, story of yeah, what, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, that's so how awesome. our life yeah. is. Oh, it's that's just, great. I'll do that at restaurants if I'm at the, you know, on the table with a bunch of dudes having a meeting and the girl comes up all together. I'm like, well, not together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, so you guys like to have fun. That's great to see. Oh, we so, do. So what kind of culture do you think you guys created in doing that? You know, like within the company. Uh, honest and positive. Yeah. Honest. Yeah. Our our team's super loyal. Mm. They will ride their ride or die. Our entire team. Nice. They're gonna roll with us no yeah. matter what. And uh, and yeah, it's just a positive. Uh, I, I want to get away from the stigma that we're such you know lazy smokers or people that yeah. smoke cannabis or use it for you know recreational uses that you know they're bad people or they're you know whatever. It's it's not like that. We want to yeah. show people that you can accomplish a lot while smoking and you know still be a productive person in life and just you know just show you like and happy. Yeah. And you know yeah. that's what we want to show people is that's who we are. Yeah. You know. Definitely. It's so, our medicine. It we, is. You know, we're all battling something on the daily and this really helps me just make sure I can get through the day and be there for my team yeah. where where Eric needs me when he's gone. Yeah. I I need to be on point. Yeah. And be there for my team on 100. Yeah, that's dope mm -hmm. and that's dope that you guys can step in each other's roles whenever needed. You know, that's really not seen a lot in the cannabis world. You know, you see a lot in other industries, but the sure. cannabis world, it seems like there's a lack of, you know, training and other stuff like that. And we'll get to that conversation later. And, you know, you guys can kind of chime in more because we have actually a conversation on that here in a little bit. Sure. Um, but yeah, I kind of feel that, you know, there's not enough training going on. And it could just be for the fact that the people in charge don't know, Yeah. you know, that there just could be ignorance all around. And, yeah. you know, it's not necessarily anyone's fault. We got into an industry that was so new that only a select few had the knowledge that was important. You know Correct. what I mean? Um, you know, a lot of these people, I, I say this all the time, they didn't have run anything more than a track room, really, yeah. you know? And so they, they came in even more clueless. You know, not only do they not have any cannabis experience or knowledge, they don't have any business experience or knowledge. And, you know, they're trying to figure out both at the same mm. time. And that's hard. Yeah. Can you do it? Sure. Uh, but is it going to be quick? Is it? No. No. Well, <laughs> and the main thing is a lot of them don't smoke. Yes. So it's like a chef that cooks food and doesn't taste their food. Like, yeah. how are you going to know how good it is or yeah. what it needs, you know? Yeah. And so how are they going to know what a good product is if they don't smoke it or they don't consume it? They're, they'll never know. Yeah. They can ask their friend, but it's never a good judgment because you don't know the variables. There's too many variables in yeah. that. So, you know, that's where I think the, 
the misdirection and all that stuff comes from and the disconnect is people think it's that easy like oh we just plant the seed and it'll be fun yeah, yeah. You know? and it's it's just not that easy yeah especially if you're not a consumer it's like that episode of futurama when bender started cooking yep exactly yep yeah terrible yeah doesn't he because he's he, metal. he's just drinks and yeah he just drinks and you know burps freaking flames so but yeah you know i appreciate you guys sharing that you know sometimes i really like to give you know a different perspective you know from people you know and maybe someone can have uh or can take what you guys are doing and implement it to make their space better for sure. the employees you know because some of these places they're not really doing well you know and you know they need to do something especially when it comes to the employees because they're the ones who sell your cannabis 100 you know, i mean you tenders. you go into our break room it's stocked with Fruit snacks, ramen, <laughs> you know, mac and cheese, granola yeah. bars, Cokes, Dr. Peppers, waters, yogurts, whatever you want. Like that's, you okay. just want a, you know, <laughs> you want to go have a snack, go have a snack. That, yeah. That's what it's there for. Hell yeah. You know, we just want to have a positive environment there for people and have yeah. them like, you know, make it fun because yeah. that's what we're there to do. Life is hard enough as it is. We don't need to make it any harder. Yeah. You can be professional you know? and fun at the same time. And 100%. I think a lot of companies have proven that. You know, Google, things. Apple, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. You know, and those are tech companies, but, you know, uh, you can still do it on the cannabis front. And, you yeah. Know, some people have successfully done it for years. We but, watch you know. movies in our trim room. Like, we have a TV set up and we'll throw on Impractical Jokers or, you know, <laughs> Super Bad or whatever. And we're there whatever. with the trim crew and trimming yeah. and we're watching yeah. laughing, you yeah, know, yeah. so Teledig and that, you name it. Yeah. And so that's the kind of stuff we do up there. Yeah. And you so we like to include our whole team. Yeah, well, you know. we, we've all had jobs trimming where it's just turn your back against the wall, don't look at one another, you're just in your gloves, and yeah. you're just trimming. No sound, nothing. Yeah, no music. <laughs> no music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And sticky gloves. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, no, it's, it's great that you guys have that, and you're taking a different approach. You know? Yeah. Because I keep telling people this, think outside of the box, be creative. You don't have to go with the same model that every state's got. You know, like even when it comes to the retail front, I see some of these places and they look like just California or Colorado with the way, you know, like the little window at the yeah. front, it's all intimidating. You know, you don't have to do that. You just have to, you know, have a station. Exactly. You know, like, you know, you have to have somewhere at the state. You don't have to have an exact window like that. And then there's a lot of sterility. You have two yeah. places that look too sterile. Yeah. You, know, you walk in and you're like, oh, what am I doing here? Yeah. You know, am I supposed to be buying something Is here? This Is this a hospital? <laughs> What's going on here? Uh, no, yeah. 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 You know, make it more homey. Exactly. You know, like, you know, make it homey. And last, last um, episode, I had actually my doctor on, and she's the one who did my card. Okay. And even her facility that you go in, and she does other stuff too. But when you go in, I, 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 Describe it as a warm, fuzzy slipper. Yeah. You know, like if you could do that with a dispensary, you're probably going to have more welcoming environment for people to come in, and maybe your sales will go up. You know, who knows? Hundred percent. Change like that. Absolutely. So, yeah, definitely. So, but um, you guys are actually award-winning growers, right? Like you have a couple of cultivars that were award-winning. We do. We have our Taste the Rainbow, and then we have our Sweetie OG. The Taste the Rainbow won Best Sativa last year at the Essies, and then our Sweetie took second place, Best Hybrid at the essays and that Ooh. is uh yeah the both are where it's taste rainbow was a 30 percent sativa with three percent terps and then our sweetie was a 27 percent hybrid with three percent terps yeah if you guys aren't aren't in the know um when we talk about terps the one to three percent or whatever um usually about one and a half to three percent you're, you're pretty golden you know with flavor one percent yeah okay um anything under you're kind of like uh yeah you know, like it's uh, kind of dull yeah 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 so it's kind of like the window you know one to three percent is really um, you don't really see the four, but I think you told me um, you guys did get one with four, Our right? skunk came close. It went 3.77 and 27%. Today. Yeah. It was a cross between Alcapuco Gold and Colombian Gold, and I'm telling you really? guys, it is insane. It's an old school. It's old school. Old, old school. school. It was a yes, freebie. Another freebie. Like, <laughs> the, <laughs> like the unicorn. Like the unicorn. I mean, you know, we, we run a lot of seeds. We clean a hunt, so we're not afraid from finding the freebies and seeing what they give us, you know, yeah. we, we know there's not a lot of winners in them, but sometimes we run across them. Yeah. It's like playing the lottery. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's yeah. like Christmas. What are we getting? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So and that's the fun thing about growing. You know, you have that phenol head. You, know, you, you do. Have that, you have that hunt and you have like, okay, out of all of these, I know there's one winner in here, you know, yep. like yeah. you know, a shiny Pokemon. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, it's there. So, well, well, speaking of that, you know, what's your favorite cultivar to grow? You know, personally. Right. 
right now, I would have to say the soap for me. Um, it's in the 30s. It tests above 2%, 2% terps. It's just a banger. It smells like that yellow soap you grew up, you know, washing your hands with as a kid, that nasty school soap that you can never <laughs> get out of your nose anymore. Never. So when I smelled this plant, I was like, it gave me, it was a lot of nostalgic flashbacks to as a kid. So now that I'm growing it, I'm like, wow, it just, you know, every time it kind of hits home a little bit for me and it kind of, you know, makes me feel very comfortable. Yeah in that sense. So it's, it's an interesting plant. It has 1% of limonene in it and turf mm -hmm. test. So it's, yeah. it's an interesting plant to say the least. Well, I'm waiting you guys to pair that one with the ectoplasm uh, juice cooler. Oh, yeah. Slimers. The yeah, slimers. Yeah. You can find oh. that flavor, buddy. <laughs> we, need a, we will. We'll find that. We'll get there. I'll be like, oh, son of a bitch did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Challenge accepted. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Nice. So speaking about growing, well, actually you, what is your favorite cultivar to grow? Even though it's, it's a tough one, our GMO, um, with the light schedule we run, we're able to have the, the proper garlic, mushroom, onion, terpenes. It smells mm. to me. I go back to my Salisbury steak dinner that I'd have with my grandpa and my grandma at home. Like straight up, it smells like steak and onions. It's cool. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing I like about cannabis. You have such a range of different flavors and smells. You know, you can have, uh -huh. you know, the steak dinner essentially, and then you can have the fruit bowl, yep. and then you can have the fruity pebbles, and then you can have <laughs> the chems and the, yeah, gases, the chems, the gases, and the ajaxes. Yeah, yeah. the ajax. Yeah, the, yeah, ajax. the fluids. And normally you don't want to think of smoking that, but when you smoke it in weed, you're like, this is great. You know, yeah. I really don't smoke clean for guys. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no, not for real. But. Yeah, like the Trapsanto we grew, it smelled like a porta potty. It was, it was <laughs> like a clean one, right? Like no, a, like, oh, a, like, oh, a okay. like a dirty one. Well, yeah, crazy. you got cat piss, yeah. piss, yeah. you got dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the chem de la chem we grow is pretty offensive. Like, yeah, if yeah, you guys want to smell something like some really bad feet or something, you just pop mm. that thing open. And it is but it stinks so good. It Might stinks be a good so good. Yeah, so good. yeah the, the bag of pills not there, but I mean the smoke. The high nice. top notch. Mm -hmm. Yep. Can't and, beat and it. So you guys, you know, you have a lot of experience with different cultivars. How many of you guys are you running right now? <laughs> so right now we're actually moving over to a project called Project 30. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's going to be 30 strains with over 30% THC and above 2% terps that we're trying to work on and narrow down. Um, we, we currently have access to 120 different cultivars in our genetic library that we can choose from. So we're kind of narrowing that down to get a, a, you know, a much better branding of what, you know, an understanding of what we do. And so people can kind of see our work in a, in a bigger, bigger culmination of things. So, yeah, and, yeah. you know, show them, you know, how good we are at selecting genetics, breeding them and, you know, pheno hunting. Yeah. And that's kind of our, our line of work is to put all that together and show you guys that, you know, we're not afraid to pheno hunt. We're not afraid mm -hmm. to pop seeds. We're not afraid to cross strains and come up with new stuff and, you know, that tests high and it's good medicine. I understand it's not always about high THC and stuff like that, but um, it's a good value to have. And if we have access to it, I, you know, I don't mind going for it and hunting for it. Yeah. So um, we'll always have our 24s and 18%. I get that guys. And, you know, it's never a bad thing, but um, this is a new project we're working on and it's an exciting one. So stay tuned. There's some big oh, yeah. strains coming out of there. Yeah. Some things called Supreme Fire. So just stay tuned because it's a lot different than what we've been launching. Nice. So it's great to see that you know something different is coming into New Mexico because we were talking at lunch. You know, slurricane was everywhere last year, and it got everywhere. annoying. Yep. To the point where if you just walked in and saw slurricane, I just walk out. <laughs> yeah, there's a like, yeah, what do we say? There's a good yielder, and you're like, that's yeah. about it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you got boys gum on repeat on the TV too. Huh? Exactly. Yeah, oh, the watch is good. Great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you get cool. something new? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Like, oh, no, thank you. So yeah, no, that's great that you know you guys are bringing variety. Yeah, you know, a lot of people aren't really bringing that to the table. But before we move on to the little next topic about you guys, what are the top three tips that you both could give someone who's new to growing? I would give them read, uh, find a good nutrient regimen that has good access to good information. We run Athena. Um, you know, I didn't run them for a long time, but after doing a lot of research and running their product, it's solid. It's a two-part system. Um, it's simple. It's affordable. Salt-based is a good option for growing cannabis, um, regardless of what a lot of the community says or for organics. A uh, plant can't tell the difference between synthetic and organic, um, just so you guys know. Um, you kind of a plant scientist. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a for agronomy. So uh, just 
uh, give that a thought when you guys are purchasing food and sustainability. Uh, our grow is the, we are fully recyclable. So all of our runoff waste from our water, our dehumidifiers and our ACs gets pumped next door to our veterinarian where she uses it in a hydro uh, state to uh, cremate animals, uh, aquamation. And so we literally do not put any runoff or any water down the drain at our facility. We are self-sustainable from all that. And uh, we maybe use 50 gallons a day to water our plants. So just to give you guys a heads up, it can be done even on a salt level and be very sustainable. Yeah. So that's what I would give them for, you know, and read. There's a lot of good information. There's a lot of people that are willing to give you information if you just ask them, you know, mm -hmm. message us guys. Like yeah. we'll, we'll, we, we talk to a lot of people all the time about, yeah. you know, how we grow tips, how we grow, what we use. We're not, you know, we're not hiding anything. Yeah. So hit us up guys. Like, you know, we're here to share our information. Nice. Yeah. I appreciate that. Absolutely. You could help, you know, some facilities out, you know, in the state. And Absolutely. Just create the create a fire around the whole state. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, that's like what we want. The fire we want around the whole state is this. We want good mm -hmm. product for everybody. We want fire everywhere. Yeah. We do. We want everyone to access good smoking, smokable yeah. weed. I mean, I feel bad that some people have to pay a really high price for a mediocre product a lot of the times. Yeah. And so, you know, I just feel it's really important they get what they're paying for. You work yeah. hard for your money, so you should get what you're paying for. All right. And what about you? Top three, top three grow tips for a, uh, for a noob. I guess, <laughs> I guess uh, I could think of is just keep it simple. Like you said, we we run a two part system. Um, when you start getting six, seven parts, all these extras, you know, then people get confused. Our team gets confused, and mm -hmm. Eric and I are changing our our recipe daily. It's it's like hardly ever the same. So just keep it simple so that I can tell my team what they need. And also don't be afraid to ask questions. Uh, we're in like a society where like, it's kind of like, I'm just going to do what I know, but sometimes somebody knows something more, yeah. knows how to do it better than, yeah. than the next person. And yeah. I want to know how to do it better because mm -hmm. I'm not perfect. And I know I can be better at our craft, what we do right here. So yeah. always improve, always get mm -hmm. better. You know, that's what you always want. Be, to yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, appreciate that, guys. And I would say, just uh, don't be afraid to go out there and fuck up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried a lot of weed that smoked like hey for a long time. Yeah. 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 It, it struggles. You're going to. <laughs> struggle bus is real, guys. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes sure. it lasts a couple yeah. years. Yeah, <laughs> mine lasted like four. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I got lucky. Ooh, my boy, man. my boy went through all those trials and tribulations on his own. He hermited himself away and. I was like, dude, I got to get you out of here, dude. I need to, need to get you back in your sauce because <laughs> yeah. he knows a lot about plants. And uh, I just wanted to be a part of it because him and I are a great team and we built a great team. Yeah, uh, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, well, well, that's great. I appreciate you, guys, you know, appreciate you guys sharing that and everything. Do you offer any discounts in your shops by any chance? We do. Military will get a discount. Teachers will get a discount. Oh, sure. Seniors will get a discount. We oh. offer an industry discount of 25%. So oh, if you guys are in industry, bro, you can holler over at us. Over. Like we give a bigger discount usually than your own employer. A lot of the times, um, we just want you guys to have good access to good medicine and a good product. We understand you guys work in this industry for a reason. And, uh, you know, we want to help you guys out. That's nice. what we're here for. We're here to help. Like, you know, we want to, we want to just help people understand the product and the proper ways to grow it and consume it. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of, misjudgments in our community and you know there's a lot of people that are using some very unsafe products to grow stuff you know pesticides and you know mm -hmm. stuff like that that we don't like seeing so we yeah. just like to help people educate that and see you know see for themselves no definitely 100 so yeah i think appreciate that you know and you know that 25 percent discount is very generous yeah know? yeah it's well, very generous you know, pour off yeah <laughs> for sure. well you know they 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 want access to good medicine. That's why yeah. we're here in this industry. I'm so. glad you guys are here provided. I'm glad we got you out of retirement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys have any events or anything, you know, planned, you know, for, for we, you got a, yeah. one year coming up. We so. do. So September 16th in Santa Fe, if you guys want to come up, we're going to have our one year event, DJs, uh, food booth. We're going to have artists perform, yeah. um, vendors. We're going to have giveaways. We're going to be doing a lot of cool stuff over there, you know, painting, twerking. Yeah, you'll see my boy twerking in his yeah. skirt. In yeah. a song. Are people going to get to see the Hootie Hoochie Daddy show? Oh, Oh, they'll see the Hoochie Daddy oh, shorts. Okay, so if you want to see Hoochie Daddy shorts, you know, head over there that day. Right here. <laughs> Hoochie Daddy. So where are you guys located at in Santa Fe? So in Santa Fe, we're at the end of Airport Road, right off the uh, Relief Route 599 behind the tractor supply. So if you guys are, you know, passing through Santa Fe and you're making a quick trip, we're literally a minute off the Relief Route. You know, nice. so if you're going up north Española or heading 
down south from Espanola or anywhere, stop by. We're right there. Yeah. I mean, uh, we're a quick stop. So yeah, right by the airport. Nice. And uh, when you guys open, what's your hours of operation? Our hours are 10 to 7. Seven nice. days a week. Seven, Seven days, days a week. week. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, sir. Sunday, Monday through Sunday. Monday cool. through Sunday. Nice. And yeah, yeah, I'm glad you guys are open seven days a week. You know, some people really need that. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah. Absolutely. It's cool. Um, do you guys have anything else before we move on to the next topics? No, I think that's mm-hmm. that's it. Cool. So um, appreciate you guys being on the show and everything. Um, thank you so much for sharing, you know, your, like your journey, you know, even the tips of growing for the noob, noobs and everything. I appreciate you guys. And, and coming down from Santa Fe, you know, that's not a short trip. You know, yeah, four-hour yeah. trip. It was a, so, it was a good um, drive though. Yeah, it nice. was nice. We, yeah, we laughed a lot. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. we're <laughs> laughing all day. It's been great. It's been fun. Exactly. So, uh, but yeah. Anyway, we're gonna move on to the next um, topic. It's um, we're gonna be talking about a facility that technically blew up. Um, if we could, yeah. Uh, so it looks like we had a chemical fire or something. Um, of course, the media is gonna put it. However, um, essentially, what happened was a 23-year-old guy that was working for um, who is it? Minerva Canada. Um, over in, I think it's Santa Fe, right? Or is it Albuquerque? Minerva is, they have a location in Santa Fe. Um, yeah. Cerritos Road right there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I believe this is the one in, in Santa Fe. Okay. And um, it looks like they had a, like an ethanol fire or something like that. Uh, and, you know, now it's being reported in the news. I guess this happened three or four days ago. And okay. I just found out about it yesterday. Um, it's The facility is um, operated by Canna, Minerva Canna. And uh, they're one of the larger operators here in the state. And actually, they're from... They call it legacy. We call it Dirty 30 here, you know, in the, in the back of the days people. And they were here back in the days when we were medical. And, yeah. you know, this is something that is shocking because I figure some, someone who's been around for so long wouldn't have a mistake like this. There would be more protocols, training, et cetera, et cetera, for something this to not happen. Because to light ethanol on fire, it's easy, but it's not that easy. Yeah. You know, like you, you really kind of have to try. It's not like you spill it on the ground and it catches fire. Yeah. Maybe if the ground was really, really hot, but like, then yeah. you wouldn't be standing on it. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, at that point, that you wouldn't be standing there or in that room. So it doesn't really make any sense why that would happen. Um, the report list, there was an incident outside gas or vapor. Um, what I'm guessing is there was some vapor and a flame somewhere hit it, or maybe it was a hot plate and boom, and, yeah. you know, or, you know, maybe it spilled on them and maybe the boom happened and it splashed and, you know, the, the ethanol splashed burned on them and that's where they burned because it's yeah. reporting that. They're, um, that he yeah. did get burns. They weren't severe. They're, they're saying that they were, um, I guess, moderate um, okay. or something like that. And so it's it's kind of sad that this happens. This has happened the third time in the state um, since we've become a medical cannabis um, like industry, really. And we had a medical cannabis program. And then now we're adult use. This is the first time for adult use, but third time overall. Um, the first two are a lot worse. Um, I think that was New Mexican. Yep. Um, happened twice with them. Um, I know, right? It shouldn't happen twice. And those two, the first one actually sparked federal intervention. And yes. the federal government came in, seized all of their plants, seized whatever money they had. Um, and the big old investigation happened. It was all over the news. And I, I hope this doesn't make national news again. Um, how do you guys kind of feel about this so far? I mean, there's more information to share, but like. Well, you know, uh, I think the, the good point is, too, is the security footage. I mean, they should have these places like that. And especially rooms like that, and by our CCD standards and NMRLD, we should be seeing cameras in rooms like that. So, I mean, understandably, people make mistakes and accidents do happen. I get that. Um, but, I, you know, for this to happen the third time in the same, you know, place in Santa Fe, it's just kind of getting a little bit old. And I, I feel like people need to be more careful or there needs to be better training in place. You yeah, know, exactly. ultimately, when they're they're working with these kind of these kind of chemicals and, and, you know, it's just, it's too dangerous to risk your life for extracting some, some medicine like that. I mean, it's not worth it. Your life's not worth that. So I think proper training and people do need to be vetted better or, you know, just better applied at their job. Yeah. No, I mean, so, especially something like this, you know, absolutely. you can really hurt yourself and many other people and even buildings and people around that building, you know, depending on what you're doing, you know, especially 100%. like the Yes. You know, like that is like, they call it a boom, boom room for a reason. Yeah. You know, like literally they call it a boom, boom room for a damn reason. And, you know, you need to be careful. And the reason why I want to talk about this, because there's a little bit of a dispute. So the manager is saying that there was no fire, no explosion. It was just an accident. However, um, the firefighters found a six pound bag of cannabis aflame next to the area where the chemical was spilled, meaning the ethanol had spilled. So spilled and the cannabis caught on fire. 
<clears throat> fire was put out in the area was ventilated, the report says. Fire officials can contact the property owner who told them a small um, quantity of ethanol was stored in the building. Ethanol is a chemical used, and we all know, to process cannabis, and usually to make like RSO and other kind of things yes. like that. Um, so maybe they're making something for edibles, or you know, and they are known for making edibles. So that's most likely probably what they're using it for. Yeah, um, is to for their edible process. Um, so the New Mexico Fire uh, Fire Marshal's office they take actually taken over in this investigation. So I don't know where this is going to go. If it goes any further, we might get federal intervention again. I hope not, um, yeah. because that gives us a black eye in the industry. This already looks bad on us. Um, because this is the third time it's happened. And it's almost like we, we don't learn. Yeah. Um, I, I talk highly about New Mexico's hash and everything, but then we have stuff like this happen. Um, and it kind of gives us a black eye. Yeah. Um, so be careful out there, everybody. Please follow all regulations and please understand what you're working with. If you don't know, don't do it or hire somebody that does. You're going to have to spend the money because now they're either going to lose their license, pay a hefty fee, and then they're probably going to pay a lawsuit yeah. Um, is what I'm guessing. Because the last two times this has happened, it's ended up in lawsuits, civil lawsuits and you know, companies losing out on money. So you're gonna save yourself money in the long run if you just do it the right way, hire the right people, and you're just most likely not gonna run into this issue. And like he said, there's cameras and there should be cameras all over the facility. So we'll see if this disputed reporting from the manager to the actual firefighters uh, will hold up when it comes down to it because there there should be cameras in there and we should be able to see exactly what happened. Exactly. And there was cameras the first two times um, that we had the explosion. And I was, I've watched both yep. and um, you were able to see what happened. So I'm guessing in time we may see the video of this. Um, I'll post it or I'll, you know, I'll share it with everybody once it comes in because it's important that we see what happens and what happened and how something like this can happen so that way we can prevent it. Yes. It's not to call anybody out. It's a learning um Thing that we all need to learn from yeah you know and um it's something that shouldn't have happened but it does i mean how do you feel about it i think that there's just major negligence and training and they just had this young man doing a job that he had no idea what he was doing and yeah. um they you know these bigger companies they they skimp where they can they pinch pennies where they can and could have been this type of situation this kid said oh i i've done this before on um on the streets and i know how to do this you can trust me and it sounds like he, he he didn't know exactly what he was doing nice nice yeah and i i can agree with that and i only say nice because like, yeah I'm, I'm agreeing with you but mm -hmm. you know he's he's only 23 years old you know he's young um and yeah. not to discount that but yeah no. i mean you know mm -hmm. it, it, it could be you know a lot of things yeah for sure, and but. he's young meaning that you know he has a lot of life in front of him um, and so this really affects yeah. you depending on how the burn is. Correct. You know, exactly. He's so young that this shouldn't have happened to him. You know, 23 mm -hmm. years old, you know, this kid is just getting started in the industry. Who knows? This could, you know, ruin the industry for him for life. Oh, you know, neglig I negligence really on the employers are from not, you know, equipping him with the proper tools and the proper training, training and vetting whatever, you yeah. know, he was. And, you know, it's not, I don't feel like it's a mistake on the young no. gentleman. I no. think it's, you know, purely on training. the companies and how they, they put these people in these positions. Yeah. You guys can't go into something like this and expect people to know exactly what they're doing. You need someone in there who knows what they're doing to show these people what to do. Correct. You know, yeah, that's, that's, that's the way it works. It applies know? even from a growing side. Yeah. It's like, this isn't, you know, we're not hiring a ton of 23 year olds that have like a ton of experience because they just simply cannot have it. They just yeah. don't have the years behind them. Yeah. I'm not saying they're not very smart. There's very smart young people that we have on our team that we're very yeah. proud of. And they're great growers, but you know, simply put, this is a much different animal. And yeah. to mess with something that can really kill you, I mean, it's just you got to be very careful. Yeah, yeah. So, so, but like I said, please be careful out there, y'all. You know, yeah. um, these are people's lives that you know they're being put at risk when we do something like this. So keep that into consideration. Um, please have as many protocols as possible that you yes. can have. You know, like as I said before the show, you know, when I worked at Apple. They had a policy where you couldn't wear certain sweaters that they gave us in the room where they repaired the computers because it had too much lint. It was like wool. And so if it lints off, it can ruin a computer. And something small like that, tiny little detail like that, could save thousands of dollars. You know. And so you got to think of that when you're going into something like this. Buy once, cry once. You yeah. know? It sucks yeah. to buy that yeah. price once, but you know, it, it saves you a ton of money in the long run. I'll mm -hmm. tell you that.
Yeah, you're gonna look back at yourself and like, I'm not kicking myself in the ass at all. <laughs> that, that, that bill hurt that time, but yeah. then you're like, oh, it's like, made better. off the end. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Exactly. You do a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Still smiling. Still smiling. Still here. So, but yeah, I just wanted to, you know, talk about that. This is something that I just um, popped up last night. You know, so this is kind of new. I shared it with everybody. If you're following the socials and everything, you'll see the link for this. I'll try to have the link in the description so you guys can follow it whenever you're listening. Um, but yeah, that's it for this topic. We're going to move on to Fowler versus Mitmap. And this is something I've been covering for the past couple of weeks since I found out. And um, you guys were kind of catching up, you know, before the yeah, show yeah. on what's going on with this. And if you guys aren't in the know, what this is, it's a civil lawsuit. It's a federal civil lawsuit um, against uh, Fowler versus Midman, which is, if you guys don't know, Swazi, um, our Greenleaf, and um, I'm missing one. Uh, Ever no. Elevated? Elevated, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, wait, there's one more. Everest. Everest. Yeah, Everest. Everest is the other yeah. yeah. Everest is the one. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. 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 I'm like they're both with ease. So Everest um, is recent, and so these companies are all under that. But it's uh, Medman is the one, the main one that's getting you know sued for. But this happened at one of the dispensaries here in New Mexico, so that's why this is pertinent to us. And what this lawsuit alleges is that the employer was taking employees' tips that were given from customers. Like I would go in and just give a tip, you know, like hey, you know, good job, thank you for the information. Um, they're taking those tips and they were paying their managers with them and they were also doing employee pizza parties with them. And we have it up here on the screen. Um, if we could scroll down, you know, if you scroll down quite a bit, Gina, um, we can get everybody the, the meat and the potatoes down here um, of all the information. So we have facts right here. So what it says right there, and this is all legend, everybody, this has to go through the court system. So right now I can't say that they did this exactly. The court is going to figure this out in the end and figure out who, you know, if it's truth or not. But that's pretty much all the facts that you see on the screen there. But pretty much what it is is just that that's it. You know, they were taking tips. And this is a problem within the industry statewide. This isn't just at the MedMen, you know, little umbrella that they have. This happens all over. You yeah. know, and I'm, I'm getting reports more and more and more that this happens. You know, they're either taking tips this way. They're putting it to another tip thing and putting it to a nonprofit, um, which sounds super legal. <laughs> Or they're taking, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're taking the, the tips and they're, they're putting it towards a nonprofit, and that sounds just illegal as shit. Um, and then there's also some that are just taking the tips outright and you know just keeping it. And then there's other of them that aren't reporting the tips as well to the IRS. Correct. And if you guys know, and uh, we all know, sitting in this room, that you do not want the tax man knocking on your door. No, yeah. not for cannabis. No, not for anything. Anyways, no, really, ever. Who falls behind him? The rest of the alphabet boys. Yeah. So that's what you don't want, everybody. And remember, this is a federally illegal substance. Still, yes. we yes. Towards the end of the year, we will get an answer if it's going to get rescheduled or descheduled. But right now. We are still shitting bricks. You know, yeah. we, we are sitting in a gray area. At any moment, they could kick it down the door and come take this right here, and you know, you know, give me charges. Yeah, you know, like yeah. everybody in the room. So, um, Gino, be fine. You know, we'll let him run. <laughs> 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 you guys missed the hilarious thing you just did. Uh, anyway, so this is kind of short because I kind of you know kept you guys you know on the date uh, up to date on it for the most part. But what are your guys' thoughts on this? You know, being a business owner and reading that, it's just, it's disheartening. You know, I can see, because the way our POS system works, like when someone pays by card, it sends it over to our POS. So it's my job as an owner to go and make sure that my employees get tipped out at the end of the day and run it on their POS system of what card machine they had attached to their terminal. I have to physically go in and check or my manager, which he is delegated to do. And he goes in and he pulls it out of the you register and tips out the crew because that's the proper thing to do. I mean, and, and reading this, I, you know, I shook my head because I was like, man, I, I can totally see how these employers are getting away with this because they're just if you're not honest, you, you, you know, you can just obviously lie to your employees. And yeah. it's just not the right way to go about even treating anyone. Yeah. And so, you know, reading that just made me sad that people would treat someone like that and use that and take advantage of them because, they're the people that are selling that weed are a lot of the face of that product. So, you know, you have to respect that. They spend a lot of time representing your brand. And so you got to respect that for their time. Yeah. And they should be paid for that. Yeah, yeah, they should be you compensated. Know? These they guys should. have a lot of knowledge, some of these butt tenders. 100%. I go in and I'm like just blown away. I'm like, you know every terpene there is, don't you? Keep talking. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Like I go in and I learn from butt tenders, dude. And yeah. I think that's neat. Yeah, because I've been growing weed for a long time, and I still don't know what some of these guys know, and I yeah. want to learn. No, you know? no, I'm here to learn every day. So, yeah, 
it's good to see. But you know, like I said, these people need to be compensated. You yeah. know, they 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 need to make their tips. It's you know, it's only yeah. fair. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I think that it, it it goes back to that these employees aren't being paid properly. Yeah. Yep. The managers, none of them, and so the managers feeling like I'm doing all this work. I deserve some of this. Yeah. And uh, so they're taking from their team. Yeah. And then there's been reports of people getting fired for taking their own tips that they earned to, you know, at the end of the day or whatever, they're hungry or whatever, they needed it for whatever. And it was their tip and they took it and they got fired for it, mm -hmm. you know? Yep. And so that's just, that's not right. That's not right. Yeah. Not that's not cool at all. You know, like, oh, you're taking from the company. And no, that was my tip, you yeah. know, like, and when, and I've said this many times, you know, and I've said this before, as a customer, if I'm giving a tip to an employee, it is my assumption that that tip is going to that employee or employees who are tipped. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. That is my assumption. And when you do that, that makes it a little, you know, like I can't trust you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you're untrustworthy. Yeah. And it says a lot about people when you do that. So me as a customer, if I see that, I'm not going to want to shop there for the sole fact that I know you're stealing from your employees. Exactly. You know, like and. What else are you doing? Are you giving me moldy weed? Yeah. Are you, mm -hmm. you know, cutting corners? Or is this Oklahoma weed? You know, or is this California weed? Yeah. You know, like where is this coming from? Mm -hmm. So now you know. Just yeah. Where does your like, where do you where do you stop? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. steal from your own employees. Like where are you gonna stop? Yeah. You know, like where where does where does the ladder stop once you once, once you start going down? Yeah. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. You start sliding down that ladder, it's hard to stop. Yep. You know, mm -hmm. and you probably hit your chin. <laughs> a couple exactly. times. Yeah, a couple times, like a cartoon. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so that's pretty much everything I have on that, guys. Um, if you want the full document for yourself, I will try to get it in the description, and I also have it on. I have it actually on all my socials and everything. And I'll post it again. Um, but yeah, I'll try to put it in the description so that way you guys have the link. You can read it for yourself and see what it says. Come up to your own conclusions. Um, but this is pretty much um, our opinion of you know the matter and everything and how you should go about a business. And just you know, people are these people are really. They're putting their lives aside for you people. And I don't think some people understand that. Yep. You know, they have lives, they have school, they have family, they have love interests, you know, they have their own life outside of this. Absolutely. And you know, it's your dream, but for them it's just a paycheck most of the time. Correct. You know, and they're helping you with your dreams. So, you know, just think about that at the end of the day. Be fair. Yeah. Absolutely. Be fair. Yeah. Be fair. Take all. care of your team. Yeah. Take care of them. They'll take care they'll of you. Yeah, like, loyalty oh my God. You'll have the rider dies. Exactly. That like you want. I said. Yeah, exactly. We have our rider dies. Exactly. So, but anyway, uh, we're going to move on to the next topic. I just wanted to update you all on that, um, on the update on it, and that I do have the full document because the last time that I was on here, I didn't have it and I was waiting on some other stuff. So now I have it, and if you guys want it, it's there. Um, so anyway, we're going to go on. We're going to be talking about CCD a couple times on these last two topics, and I'll try to blaze past it. Because um, this first one is kind of short, but it's very important. CCD is starting to put people on blast, and they're also starting to crack down like crazy. And right here, we have the enforcement actions on the screen. If Gino can scroll down a little bit all the way down, right there. We have a list right here of all the people that have um, actually they've taken actions against the CCD. Um, these aren't just them, you know, messing up. And actually, if you want, um, let's go to the sawmill sweet leaf one. Go ahead and scroll up a little bit. And then go ahead and go to open file on the sawmill. Yep, we'll open that one. Now, if you guys open this, if you check out this file, yep, there you go. Boop. This tells you actually everything that they did wrong. If you scroll down on the, the screen there, Gina, um, it tells you all the violations that happened. And some of these um, violations, I'm seeing a lot of the same ones of. And that's actually very startling um, for the fact that means that the people that are getting caught are doing this. How many people that haven't been caught? How many are doing this? You know what I mean? And... These people right here, they've actually been shut down. Um, I believe the CCD is going to pull their license, but this is the reason why I pulled it. Um, the rest of them kind of are pending or whatever, but this one I know for sure has been in the news and everything. And, you know, we've talked about this before, but wow. this is what they're, they're putting people on blast for. And I wanted to show you guys exactly what can happen if you don't follow the rules and the laws here in the state. They will put you on blast and you will be on my podcast. Um, you don't want that. <laughs> I'm not going to put you on blast, but something like this to show an example um, it could happen, you know, because this is, this is serious, you know, and these people could lose, they lose their license, they lose their livelihood and they could catch charges, you know, on top of it. And then maybe the federal government will come down on, I don't know, because yeah. we don't know what the federal government will want to do in the end of the day when it comes to this. So like, how do you guys feel about, you know, the CCD doing this? I kind of put in people on blast 
and kind of make an example in that sense. Well, I you know I know the CCD is there to like you know they're not there to shut people down. We're there to get they're there to get people in compliance and do it right. But whether these people choose to ignore them and do it how they want to do it, that's up to them. But yeah. you know. Uh, I, I think it's the proper thing to do. It's going to weed out all the illicit product that's coming in and hurting the people that are trying to grow it and do it right. Yeah. Not cutting corners and doing this right, guys, it's hard. Yeah. It, I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, it's a big cash grab because it's not. It's really, this is hard work. Um, you know, we busted. It's not, you know, what people think it is in the money end. It's just not. Yeah. And so I understand, I don't agree with it, but I understand why these companies do what they do. I can see why they do what they do. Yeah. Um, it doesn't make sense to me as a business owner because why would you jeopardize all that, your license for, you know, whatever they're making off that? It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But, you know, on another side note, yeah, I just don't I just don't think it's a very feasible thing for these people to be doing. But I think it's good for the CCD to finally go in and show people who, who aren't doing it right. Yeah. Because, you know, the people that are, it's taking a lot of effort from us. Yeah. And so. like you said, they're not trying to shut you down. If you're no. if you're just ignorant to it and you're just messing up and they, they probably know, like, hey, did you know this? Like, oh, no, they'll probably going to work with you. Yeah. You know, but if you're just blatantly breaking the law and not giving a shit about what they're telling you. And you're just like, oh, they can't tell me what to do. They kind of can, sorry, but you know, then they'll shut you down. Correct. You know, and then well, they can't tell you what to do now because you know you're shut down. <laughs> yeah, look, people are gonna make mistakes. They're not yeah. gonna hound you for making exactly. a simple mistake. Yeah. But you know, just make sure you fix it, and yeah. you you can you know show what they want done. You know, yeah. SOPs, certain pieces of paper you need in your your book. You know, in your employee handbook. You know, just make sure you're up to date on your stuff. Yeah. And training. Training. And training. Employees. Exactly. Training Make sure they That'll know. Be on the next topic too. Actually, yeah, yeah, we're getting close to that one. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and, and most of the violations, you know, they, they add up to you know wrong, not having the proper manufacturing license, selling out of state cannabis. Now we're seeing more cannabis being sent out of state. Um, we're also seeing them getting shut down for not um, reporting things correctly. Um, they're not uh, putting money in correctly. So there's a lot of stuff going on that you know just isn't right. And some of these places have like 12 violations. You know, like just stacked on it. Boom, 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 boom. And they're not light stuff like you don't have an exit sign. It's like, hey, you were doing some illegal shit on the federal level. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's, yeah. When they're bringing in illicit product, I mean, what, what more? Yeah. It can't get worse. Yeah, yeah. It's like we, we, our hands are off if, you know, you're doing some stuff like that and you get popped, you know? Yeah. So, you know, we can't do anything for you. But yeah, I just wanted to update everybody on that. You know, CCD is putting people on blast. Um, there's quite a bit of, you know, businesses that have been going through that and have been. I guess, navigating the hard way um, through the industry. And if you're one of those businesses, I recommend you figure it out quick um, because they will shut you down. If they probably see you trying to do it right, they might leave you alone, you know, or they might try to help you. They'll, they'll help you. Yeah. I mean, ask, call and ask for help. See? I'm telling you yeah. guys. You're telling me that they, they, they're glad you call. When you yeah, I, I call and ask them, is this packaging compliant? Hey, how do we do this if it's an infused joint? How do I, you know, and they, they make me go through proper protocol. Yeah. So I make sure that stuff's being applied correctly. Because if I do not do that, I don't want to be flagged for something, you know, and I'm going to make a mistake. I'm not saying I'm perfect at everything, but I definitely try to check all my boxes, cross my T's and dot my I's when it comes to that stuff. And yeah. so by making a simple phone call, five minutes, it really helps you guys yeah. In, yeah. in any form or facet in life. And, you know, in compliance, it's even more. Yeah. And so, you know, just don't be afraid. It's, it's okay to be wrong sometimes, and they'll, they'll be there to help. I'm telling you, they're really helpful over there. Yeah, they're, so. not, they're, they're not there to shut you down. They're just there to help. Nice. I've made several calls myself, and they, they just want to make sure that we're doing it right, and they love that we are calling to just make sure that we can do it properly because in the system, biotrack's really hard to navigate, and um, some people really are ignorant to it and are, just don't know how to do it because it's so, like, well, we didn't have proper like, training. Yeah, no, no, no one's ever been issued proper training for biotech. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's yeah. tutorials and stuff there's that you videos. can follow and stuff, but it doesn't mean that you're going to be a pro at it right yeah. out the gate. No. So we get that there's going to be, you know, mistakes made. I mean, and I kind of feel in the future that there is going to be a need of a new tracking software system um, that is way more user friendly yes. than you know this because yeah, it is confusing. I've I've tried to mess with it a few times. I'm like, this sucks. Oh, <laughs> biotech has a paid option. Yeah, that's much easier. Oh, of course it is. So, oh, then there's your answer. Yeah. Yeah, instead of kicker. instead of like fifty clicks, it's like two clicks. Oh my so. god! Oh, you got to be kidding me! All right, well, there's that. So, <laughs> yeah. So before we moved on, I forgot to show off the cannabis that you guys oh. made today. How rude of me! And we're kind of you know uh, the safety meeting. 
So <laughs> uh, you're the one who actually knows all the names of these. Yeah, these so products. that is the unicorn meat okay. right there that you have in the jar. Let's and these see. smell amazing to me, everybody. If you could, that's I wish a, you could smell these. That's Ecto 50s. And, and then, did you know if you could get them a little close up? Let's get the stem. Yeah, grab about the stem. Um, yeah, it's really good cannabis. Um, I smells amazing. The bud structure is good. I know the the it's probably a little blurry on the screen, but um, it's really good cannabis. I like it. Try to put your hand behind it. Yeah, that little trick. Yeah, you go. Let me try that. See if that works. No, okay. Oh, we tried. Anyway, so but yeah, that's that's this one. This one. What is this one again? The unicorn meat. Unicorn. Meat. unicorn. Mm. That is ah, from uh, Thug Pug Genetics. It was Thug another Pug freebie Genetics. seed that we, we ran in one of our seed batches. This was our Ecto Cookies, um, another heavy hitter from the cookie lineup. Mm. Kind of has yeah. that marinara trip to it. Kind of Italian. Yeah. It smells like you're eating Italian. Mm -hmm. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and the video right now isn't doing anything justice, y'all. You know, it's, you know. Yeah, it's focused on us, so you know we're just trying to get you the, the structure and everything of it. It's kind of hard to see. And then that things. last is our big body gelati. It's a cam cam D cross three ways with uh, I forgot what the last cross is, but um, that's a it's a really really good good strain. Super uh, super high testing and a lot of terps. Two and a half percent terps and twenty eight and a half percent THC. So really good strain to be you know smoking on the daily. Nice, nice. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I appreciate you sharing with that with me. And Absolutely. I love this packaging. Look at that packaging. That's pretty cool. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it looks yeah, cool. Yeah. I like that. And, you know, that's one thing I, I preach all the time, you know, packaging, customer experience. You know, exactly. Like, you know, it's so long the days of getting it in a Ziploc bag, y'all. You know, like, <laughs> that's just not how it is anymore. No. Um, you know, the, be a little creative with your packaging. You know, I've seen green chiles. Yeah. Know, like actually shaped I saw those. Yeah, those dude, are dope, right? Yeah, those are cool. I think it's like Canacon when I saw that. Yeah, High Lonesome has some. Yeah. He's doing it over there. Um, Jeffrey over there. And so, yeah, I mean, just get creative, you know, figure something out, you know, think sure. outside of the box. I don't know. I want to see a roadrunner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, so give me a roadrunner. Uh, but anyway, we're going to move on to the next topic. Um, this last one, it's the CCB again. This one is going to be pertaining around the training. And that's what we were talking about earlier. And um, we have the article right here. So um, it says the CCDs are proposing some changes uh, regarding the license to sell cannabis. And what that is, they're going to require some things before you open um, and they require things after you open, and they're just going to be adding more um, loopholes to kind of jump through because I guess they're seeing that there's less education going on, you know, with employees and even mm -hmm. the owners. Uh, so they're kind of wanting you to do like a like a course, you know. And I'm not sure where, who's going to do it, what or what or why this is being proposed, but um, mm -hmm. no other state has really implemented this, from my understanding, on this level. They have implemented, you know education and you know having to get a certain license or i know in colorado they call it the green card i guess yeah or something like that and you have to you have to pay to get that it's kind of like getting your service permit um which i mean i get it but this right here kind of seems a little weird because they're requiring the people that don't know much to go to these things that are being taught to them we're not even sure if there's going to be correct information to start out with you know that's what worries me yeah <clears throat> can we trust the state to implement education in a way that it's going to be correct and they're not going to be walking around saying, the, you know, saying, you know, trichromes, yeah. you know. <laughs> Make <laughs> sure it's effective educated. I know. Yeah, yeah. Or, 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 what yeah. strands? Yeah. How many you know, strands like, do you grow? Yeah, let's not make the problem worse is I guess what yeah. I'm saying, you know. And the stuff that, and I'll read them to you, you know, a lot of these changes. Um, this first one is inspection prior to licensure, prior to issuance of a license under Cannabis Regulation Act, the division may conduct an on-site inspection of proposed premise. I believe this is one of the ones they're taking away, actually. Hmm. So there's a bunch of them they striked out. And I have the documentation. If actually, you can put the, pull the documentation up real quick, Gina. Yeah, this one right here. So this one right here is the documentation, but this is the, the notice. And it's pretty much telling you what's going on. And on the other one, has all the strikeouts of what they want to take out. And pretty much, you know, it's, it's trying to close some loopholes, I guess, of, you know, not being prepared and ready. Um, so that's one thing they're gonna take out. Now, here's the things that they're gonna add. Education programs prior to licensure. So before you get your license, they're gonna say that you have to have this education. So the director of division may require applicants for any license type, meaning even if you're just testing facility, um, to complete a pre-licensure, pre-renewal education program that may, that may cover the following topics. Cannabis industry broadly, okay. New Mexico laws and rules, hope that's right. 
related to the cannabis industry, financial preparedness uh, for operating within the cannabis industry. That sounds like, you know, just people are financially illiterate. <laughs> yeah. um, and such other topics and subject areas as determined by the director of the division. So that right there gives them way too much leeway in the end to kind of just add bullshit in there as you need to go get educated on how to smoke a joint. <laughs> you know, like you need to go get educated on how to use a lighter. You know, it could be that broad. It could get that ridiculous really yeah. fast. Yep. Um, and the shitty sure. part is I'm guessing the companies are going to have to pay for this education out of their pocket. Um, someone will. Yeah, yeah someone, it's going to have to come from somewhere. It's not going to be free. Um, so this is kind of worrisome the way that they have it set up. I kind of feel right now in the industry, this isn't a good time to do it. Um, I kind of feel in a couple of years, I don't know. How do you guys feel about, I mean, this is just one of the ones that they're going to add. Mm -hmm. I just don't know how that's feasible. I don't either really. Yeah. That's, that's not, I think like, what's happening, you know, is these people need to educate themselves before they, you know, come with the money that they think they need is necessary to run these operations. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've seen firsthand people run out of money and it really affects how their business operates and you know they just don't understand how our how how the industry works and mm -hmm. how much is into it you know from packaging to testing to compliance to you know making sure your weed's safe to smoke and doesn't have pesticides on it you guys like you know mildew yeah mildew like everything <laughs> you know we use water for our ipm you know and, and it's just you guys you just can't stress it enough just find good quality medicine you, you know It'll change how you guys view cannabis. Good genetics. And good genetics, yeah. Good and so, um, but yeah, I think, you know, it's just not, it's just not a very feasible option for the CCD. Yeah. I, you know, I get changing some rules, but educating people, I think that that should, should be something that they do. Yeah. Honestly. And because that should be something that they do for free. For, correct. <laughs> it's their job. If you want us to know this information, give us this information. If you want us to operate yeah. at a high level, you guys have to give us access to that information. Yeah. And I can't just automatically you know use my brain powers to read what you want me to do like yeah. tell me you know show me and i'll get it done yeah and, and like the educational programs are i guess subject to evaluation correct um and any necessary amendments blah 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 so it's going to be every three years i guess um no less than every three years following the adoption of the rules so i guess you have to do it every three years yeah um but to me it's just Cannabis is forever changing and we're finding out new things all the time. It's like technology, like tech, you know, I have my degree in IT. By the time you buy your computer, it's already obsolete. You know, there's already something else coming out. There's already something else out and there's already something else that's, you know, almost ready to be out. Mm -hmm. And if you get a cheap computer, there's a reason why it's cheap. Um, it's because that technology is old and you have to keep that in mind. Cannabis is no different. The trends in cannabis these days are fast and yes. the trends, I guess, all over are fast. And it's mostly due to the social media, internet, you know, crazy and how much more available it is. And that is creating things to go a lot quicker. So now you're going to have to kind of figure that out with this in the education program. So three years from now, we're going to find out something else about cannabis that we didn't know last year. Yeah. You know, like, you know, three years is a long time. So you're telling me that every three years I got to go, I got to take this educational stuff and then some of it could be out of date. I'm sitting here touting this shit to customers, mm -hmm. giving them the wrong information for three fucking years. Because it's changed. Because <laughs> it's changed. Or, or are you going to make us go take a new one when something new comes out? Like this is, to me, this one, this change here in particular, um, would need to be revised. And I kind of feel now isn't the time to do it. And the way that you can voice your opinion on that is August 31st. They're going to have a hearing in Santa Fe. And I really hope that a lot of the industry shows up south north east west i don't care this is, has to pertain to the whole state and if you want this rule here to go away and to not be implemented you need to go over there and tell them why because the reason why we get yeah. bad rules is because we don't give them direction they, and they don't know a lot of these people don't they don't smoke or they're not in the industry yeah, and they're making the rules yeah. so and and i get it you know if, if you're you're making those rules based on a decision or an experience you previously had in another industry and a lot of the times it does not apply to our cannabis industry so mm -hmm. That's why we have to give them, you know, direction and show our support and, and kind of, you know, show them what we need out of us. So, yeah. you know, so it makes our lives easier. 100%. You know, and uh, I mean, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, the same. Just, uh, I don't know. Dude, that safety meeting still got me kind of messed up. <laughs> <laughs> most, of it, yeah, <laughs> most of this stuff on that, I mean, you should already have been prepared yourself yeah. and had the knowledge prior 
too just like I'm gonna hop in and yeah, take well, over if you're this spending thing. this much yeah. money, to yeah, get exactly. You should know something. You should yeah, know something. That, that is on you. You know, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be the this a requirement like this. Like if you're coming into an industry and you don't know what you're gonna do, well, I'm sorry, you kind of deserve to fail. Correct. You know, like you know, I, if you're trying and trying and you find and succeed, cool. But if you're coming in this ignorant, not blind, that you're blind, gonna have a rough time. It's it's just bad. You know, like, you know, you may want to just let people that know what they're doing do it and learn from them, you know, correct. Like, that's the best way to do it. Hire somebody that knows what they're doing, you know, yeah. hire a good grower, hire a consultant, mm-hmm. you know, like something, yeah. if you have the funds and the means, do it the right way. Make sure you get a good grower. Yeah. That's the most important that's, thing. I mean, yeah. you, you, you know, you grow the good weed, they'll come. Yeah. It's, you know, you guys know, everyone yeah. loves the fire. Yeah. We love yeah. fire. And, you know, if we get the good weed, everyone loves a good price point too. They do. But, they do. Yeah, Absolutely. Be fair with your prices too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, come on, guys. Grams, grams. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Ten bucks at our store. Hell, yeah. see that? Fire, dog. Fire. What? <laughs> Fire, dog. <laughs> see, and that, that 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 helps with the market too. You know, you guys are kind of going to help, you know, bring the price point down for that. Because I mean, ten dollars a gram. Yeah, you're still making your money back too. Yeah. You know, yeah, well, you're still making your money. You guys get a good value and yeah. a good product, and exactly. you know. Yeah. It lasts a long time. Hell yeah. So, so. This, this next one I want to go through, and you know, we'll, we'll end the show here in a minute. Um, so this last change that they're going to add is proof of business license license, license prior to renewal. So this one right here doesn't seem like it's too crazy at the moment. Uh, it says prior to division um, issuing a renewal license under the Cannabis Regulation Act, I always have to put that, all licenses applying for renewal must provide the division with a copy of a valid business license for all premises is one or the other. Um, if you have both, whatever premises is, um, to be renewed under the license for which they are renewing. Failure to provide a valid uh, business license on any, for any premise will result in the division inability to process the renewal application and result in the revoke, you getting a revoked license. So that right there doesn't seem too bad. That's fair. You should have your license mm-hmm. at all times displayed. This <laughs> is from my understanding Absolutely. as well. Yeah, so this shouldn't be hard for you to provide. Yes. You no, know, and no, this no, is no. just proving the fact that you had a license prior because you're doing a renewal. This is just redundancy on the on the bureaucratic level. To me, this is not too much of a bad thing. It's literally, you can scan your license when you get it, put it into a driver or something and have it on hand so that when the time comes or any time, you can just send it. And you should do that. Yeah. You know, I scan all of my documents and put them in a very safe place. Um, and so these right here is, is no different. And I kind of feel that, you know, this isn't really that much of a change, but I wanted to mention it because it is a change and a rule change. Now, this is something yeah. that you disagree or you agree with, you should go to Santa Fe and voice your opinion. We'll be there. Yeah. Come see us. Yeah. I'll try to be there too. Yeah. Really? This is yeah, kind of we'll important, be you know, because this is right here. Important. And you guys are in town, so that helps you. Well, definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. We, we show up to all this stuff. You know, yeah, we like to be representatives in community, you know. So if yeah. there's anything you guys want us to make a point on, just yeah. let us know. Hell yeah. Appreciate so, it. Man. Yeah. And, you know, I already talked about Hawaii and everything, guys, again. You know, I just want to touch again. Um, shout out to you know all the people in Maui um, over in Hawaii, and I uh, can't you know express my gratitude enough for the people of Hawaii who showed me the love when I moved there, and now we're trying to show it back to you guys with trying to help out. And I, I see a bunch of people here in New Mexico and other places around the, the nation, you know, trying to gather donations and get it over to Maui because you know it's going to be a long time before Maui's okay. Yeah, you know, it, mm-hmm. it looks like a war zone, like just bombs got yeah. dropped repeatedly on it. And uh, it's going to take a long time. So if you guys have any means or way to donate or you want to donate to somewhere, please be careful on where you donate. Um, some places, some federal agencies like uh, FEMA, they're holding up some donations and stuff like that over there. And I'm not sure why. I don't know the details, but I know it's happening. So just be careful. Um, and, yeah, I'll keep everybody updated on what I'm doing with the donations. I'll be back again next week with another episode. Thank you, gentlemen, again for this great you episode. Got it, man. This great Thank fire. You. And keep it coming. You got it, man. We appreciate you having us. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You guys are coming in hot, so let's get out of here. All right. All right.